hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're looking at New Year's resolutions. It's nearing the end of January as I publish this podcast episode, but it's some tips and tricks around how to try and make some of those New Year's resolutions stick. Hopefully there's some value in this one for you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome Thank you for joining me. Welcome. We're live. Welcome to the live stream. Just making sure it's coming through probably on my end over here. It looks like it is, but just bring me up on my LinkedIn to just see if it's coming through in there. Um, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Is it there? Bear with me a second, just making sure it's coming through. If anyone is there, is it, if anyone's jumped on, can you give us a thumbs up and a like or a comment to let me know that it's working? It doesn't seem to be coming through properly onto my LinkedIn profile, but we'll have a look. There we are. There we are, just really slow. Ron, we're live, it's working. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Looks like there's a few people there. Let's get on with today's show. Um, Today, what's today? Monday, Monday, the 4th of January. I saw a whole lot of posts across my various uh, kind of social media channels. A lot of people heading back to work today, whether that's continuing to this whole work from home or, uh, or heading into uh, the office. I've still got another week off work. We've uh, our office is closed, as I know a number of other offices in the Melbourne CBD are closed through until the 11th of January. Uh, but having said that, there is a, you know, a few bits and pieces responding to emails, jumping on live, doing a a few of these kind of things that uh, I've been doing over the break. And uh, I thought, why not jump on and do one today? Mina, thank you for for jumping on and joining me. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to anyone else that might be tuning in and and watching. Uh, I thought today I'd look at covering a couple of things. Uh, One, just a bit of a recap on the year that's been. Uh, You may have picked up from a lot of my uh, streams in the past. I'm not one to kind of dwell too much on investments and markets, um, investing and and markets and it's just I guess a piece of the puzzle uh, particularly in the work that I do but um, in uh, in you know just in most people's lives whether it's just through superannuation or, or any other investing they might be doing uh, outside of uh, what's happening through their super fund um, it's just a piece of the puzzle so I tend to not dwell too much on that much rather keep it a bit of kind of higher level the whole strategy piece, the goals and objectives and what do you actually want from life and where are you heading? Uh, and then the investments is just a byproduct of that, just um, you know, based on um, wherever you might be at and whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. So it doesn't look like this camera's focusing terribly well, but bear with me. Um, uh, Anuj, thank you for jumping on and joining me. Happy New Year to you too. Uh, Mina, yeah, having, having a great break. Uh, I was a couple of minutes late pressing the, the go button here. Um, yeah, down in Melbourne, it hasn't been terribly great weather. The last few days, I was just went out with my son, Thomas, who's on school holidays. We tried to um, go for a bit of a bike ride. He was going for a bike ride. I was going for a run, but we got drenched uh, partway down the track, so turned around and came home, which 
threw a bit of a spanner in the works. Mark, thank you for jumping on and joining as well. Happy New Year to you too. Um, so looking at the year that has been, and so as, as I said, I tend to not dwell too much on investment markets, um, but let's just maybe start with um, where, you know, what's, what's happened where over the, over the last year, not so much of where are things going, but what's happened over the last year. Now this here, I've just pulled up uh, the ASX 200 website, just bear with me, I've just got zoom that a bit more uh, so that we can all see it a little bit better okay scroll down here so this is a graphic of the asx 200 and as i as i kind of elaborated in a previous live stream i think the uh, the, the pace of this recovery that we've seen uh, over the last year has caught a few people uh, off guard but if we look um if we look at this, we've got the ASX 200 uh, over the last year has ended up only down 1.1%. If you add in uh, the dividends and, and, and income that will have been earned ac across that period too, uh, probably actually sitting at a point where the ASX 200 has delivered a positive return when you, when you add in the income. Now, importantly, this, uh, this representation of the Australian stock market being the ASX 200 here, uh, is an index that tracks the top 200 shares on the stock exchange. So it's a, a mix of mining companies and pharmaceuticals and, and healthcare and supermarkets and anything else that makes up the, the ASX, but it's the top 200. Uh, so we've got the top 200 shares there and importantly, it finished up 1.1% down. Um, what I wanted to jump over to, uh, and this is on the uh, in CNBC website. Again, that's a bit small, just let me zoom it in here and we can have a look and see what happened to um, US in, in indexes over the same time period. It doesn't like it when I zoom it that far. Zoom it back out here. Uh, I don't know if you can see that, but I'll, I'll read it out to you. So if we look at the uh, look at the, the major US indices over the same period, uh, we had uh, the S&P 500 was actually up 24% for the year. NASDAQ up 18. DJIA, I don't even know what that is, up a couple of hundred, nearly up 200% and, and, and so forth. But the, the two big uh, US market indices up the top here, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, both of them up significantly. And, and I guess what's the point of looking back on this, looking back at what's happened uh, it's really to see can we learn anything for the future from this. You know, I guess what's what's happened has happened. Not much point on dwelling on it, uh, but is there any lessons that can be learned or anything that we can take from that uh, for what the future might hold? So we can see the great big drop back in March that you know that that appears in both of those indices. The indices there. Uh, I think the big thing to take from from um, from both of those graphics, the US ones in particular, Australia is not too far behind. In, the, in that recovery is that things move quickly. So um, markets move terribly quickly. No one knows with any great level of certainty whether we're going up, whether we're going down, what tomorrow might hold. Uh, but the thing I think that we can all agree on is that is that things move incredibly quickly. There's limited capital, limited resources in the world, finite amount of capital that is constantly trying to find a home to earn the greatest return possible. 
so in, in, in this world with a finite level of capital, there's only a certain number of places that, that that money can be invested. So you end up in a world of trade-offs. You know, there, there may be a whole basket of businesses, a whole basket of companies that you may want to invest in, but often again, there comes a point where you have to make a decision to think which one of these, of these you know, half a dozen, whatever it is, various investment opportunities that you might have, which one of these do I think offers the greatest level of return going forward? Um, a lot of fund managers will then throw in a, a risk adjustment in there as well to say, look, I may be expecting great things from this one particular business, but there's also a high level of risk associated with that. So maybe that's not the best use of my capital. I maybe go for something that we think is maybe not quite uh, offering quite the same uh, potential returns, but is a lot less risky and that is often maybe the, the, the safer bet. So we've got this finite level of capital that's always trying to find a home, always trying to find the best possible use, the best possible return. Markets aren't terribly much concerned with what happened yesterday. It's all about what might happen tomorrow. And that's where this money is moving. Uh, and given that, things move very quickly. Uh, and, and, you know, I guess no one really knows with any great level of certainty what direction things are going to go in the short term. Um, so because if anything, if we can take anything from the year that's been um, and something that I could try to reiterate with clients time and time and time again, is that we don't want to be trying to time markets. We don't want to be trying to time the selling and the buying of markets. We want to be approaching um, the, the, the whole conversation, the whole strategy with saying, well, what is it that we're trying to achieve? Put some type of metrics around what does success look like? Where are we trying to get to? In what particular time frame? What are we trying to achieve? Then we've got some benchmark to assess how we're tracking and performing against that. From you know, from there, we then kind of derive an appropriate investment strategy. And for some people, as, I, as I've said many times on these live streams in the past, that may be leaving your money in the bank for something that you're trying to do that might be short term, that's going to involve you effectively spending this money, using it for something. Buying a house is the classic example. Um, maybe the best bet use of that money is actually leaving it in a bank account because the downside of markets not going the way that you might think they will is actually much more detrimental to the outcome than what what you know potentially having some wins on the upside might might mean for from from a positive outcome so if we can look back on last year um you know markets moved incredibly quickly i think it caught a lot of people by surprise and i think there's too many people expected markets to recover to quite the extent that they did and quite the pace they did it just goes to emphasize this idea of you know, trying to sell and and, and and, and buy back later. I had many conversations with clients, particularly through March, where they're saying, you know, my friend sold all of their investments. Um, you know, why haven't you told me to sell my investments? Because it's just going down, it's going to keep going down. Whatever happened on the 23rd of March, that was the turning point of things turned around. And so all of those people that you know, were, were, were yelling from the rooftops how great they were that they sold all of their investments and are sitting on cash. Um, I'd love to see whether whether all that now and actually at what point did they turn around and and, and put that money back in? Uh, our approach is the first financial approach. Is what I approach. You know, the, the approach that I take with all of my clients is to say, well, what is it that we're trying to achieve? Okay, let's set us let's set out on a plan, an investment strategy, an investment journey, trying to achieve a particular outcome, and that will then lead to a certain amount of money that's in cash. Some maybe in term deposits, some's in shares overseas, wherever it might be. Uh, and we're in for the long haul. We're not trying to sell and buy and time the market. Um, with all that's gone on, 
in, in the last little while. Maybe it's just the particular people that I follow on, on Instagram. I've stumbled across a, a whole bunch of people that are all in the in the stock tips and in Instagram advisors are uh, are really, really coming to, to the fore. So a lot of people making a lot of money at the moment. There's a fair bit of volatility around in particular sectors of the market. That's where in trading circles you make your money. If, if markets are going in one direction, you don't make a whole lot of money trading. Um, yeah, so that's last year. As I said, if we can learn anything from it, markets move incredibly quickly. They're always looking for a home, a greater return, and not too concerned with what happened yesterday. It's what might happen tomorrow. Uh, and I think that's going to kind of be the, the main reason why we've seen things turn around to the extent that they have. Moving on from there, uh, I wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, talking about New Year's resolutions. So it's the time of year when a lot of people, uh, for whatever reason, decide that they're going to go on a, you know, a fitness a health kick, try and lose some weight, run a marathon, get their finances in order, whatever it might be. But New Year's resolutions are, are, are quite common for a whole lot of people. And look, I'm all for them. Um, the piece where I'm a bit puzzled and will often prod a few people is to say, well, why are you waiting for the 1st of January to make these changes? The best time to make the change was actually yesterday. Second best is probably today. And if you have to wait until the 1st of January for, for something to click, well, so be it. Um, but rather than wait till the 1st of January, if it's losing weight, running a marathon, swimming in the English Channel, whatever it might be, um, you know, the best time to start is today. So don't start that diet on Monday morning, start that diet today. But nevertheless, uh, there'll be a whole lot of people that have uh, decided on some New Year's resolutions. I myself haven't. I am a big fan of, of planning and setting goals, whether they're bigger goals, smaller goals. Uh, a whole lot of my work is revolved around that, but also in my personal life as well. Um, you know, it's, it's how you can kind of measure and continue to move forward in a particular direction, whatever direction that is that you might want to take. So prior to this, I just Googled, how can you make, how can you make a goal stick? Um, what, are some, what are some tips? So rather than reinvent the wheel, I, uh, I just Googled something and I came across a, a list here on a website called lifehack.org. I've got it here on my phone. I'll just read out some of them. They've got six tips here and I think they're fantastic. So I'll read them out and, um, and we'll have a bit of a, a chat about them. <laughs> Mina, sorry, I've just noticed you're a, your comment there, I think you're starting to understand how Victoria feels in their lockdown. Yeah, hopefully uh, things maybe start to ease up for you uh, a, a little there, Mina. But um, yeah, we've we've been through it, and and, and I dare say 2021 that would be the the negative Nancy, but I suspect 2021 is probably going to be a whole lot more of the same of what 2020 is. We'll be in and out of these restrictions. Uh, my only hope is that school continues, and um, and, and the kids aren't taken out of school. Uh, but the yeah, closing down of, of um, businesses and things we can get onto a uh, JobKeeper, which is changing again today uh, at the end of this. Um, so back to the New Year's resolutions and how do you try to make them stick? Uh, so this is this, I guess, doesn't necessarily apply to just New Year's resolutions, but um, but any 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 goals, any planning that you that you might be doing. And first and foremost, and I'm a, I'm a big believer in this one is is involving others. So you've kind of got some, some stages or some steps of making a goal or a plan actually real and coming to life. So the, 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 first, the first piece is actually coming up with it, whatever, whatever it is, if we take you know, run a marathon as, as the example here. So kind of that first level is you think of it yourself. 
um, they're not then often from there you know one way of starting to make this real and a little bit more accountable is writing it down so this you know, journaling and all the rest of it has, has become a big thing over the last the last few years but writing those things down putting those thoughts out into the world and um, taking it a step further from there is actually involving others so verbalizing that and sharing your goal or your your idea your hope your aspiration uh, with others that um, that then brings a level of accountability by and large as humans we don't want to let others down so if we share our goals or our, you know, our aspirations with others um, it helps us keep ourselves a little bit more accountable because we don't want to uh, let that other person down you know at, at some point in that conversation that friend's going to say to you oh, how are you going with your training for your marathon uh, and you don't want to be turning around to say to them look I've, I've given up on it so involving others uh, is, is is the first one um, visualize the the rewards so kind of reaching a goal is is, is all well and good but you, we need to we, we're, we're creatures that are motivated by reward so you need to have some level of reward uh, upon achieving that particular that particular goal so if it's running a marathon you know uh, and then you kind of and this, this second and third kind of come in together visualizing the reward but then breaking down that goal into smaller pieces um, but then having smaller rewards along the way so if it's running the marathon it's to say well um, I need first I need to run five kilometers and then I need to run 10 and then I need to run 15 but as you're getting to these milestones and, and, and these journeys uh, having small rewards along the way maybe it's you go out for dinner at a restaurant maybe it's you know you treat yourself with a with a with a glass of wine that you've, you know you're giving up alcohol or something like that to help you get get fit but you have these 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 kind of small rewards along the way so you need to visualize what that looks like what does success look like um, but then break down that bigger that bigger goal that bigger achievement into smaller steps so that you can actually start to move move towards it I've um I've shared you know previously in, in videos I don't think I've done it on on a, on a live stream um, uh, one of my approaches towards the whole planning process is to say well look we're we're setting out to achieve this big goal over here we need to break that up into smaller steps but we over time you move forward and part of the whole advice process is moving forward then checking back in to say well what progress have we made given all that we know now what's the next best step forward to continue to achieve that goal assuming that it is that you want to continue to achieve that so rather than having this great big hairy goal uh, and no no path towards it breaking that down into smaller steps rewarding yourself as i've said um, measure your progress so this this is a big one uh, and, and and people will often uh, when they're getting into measuring their progress really just look at um really just look at so when people say measuring their progress, people just really look at measuring how far away they are from achieving the goal that they set out to achieve in the first place. That can be, if it's a big goal that you're trying to achieve, like running the marathon and you're starting from you haven't run two kilometres before, um, that can be big, that can be scary, it can almost be disheartening when you look at it and you measure to say, well, how much further do I have to go till I achieve this particular goal? So that can be disheartening. What you actually want to do is continue to measure how much further do you have to go, but you also need to measure how far have you come, and you need to measure that on a, on a regular basis. Um, everything that we do moving towards goals is, is, is compounding. In the earlier days, there'll be small it'll be small movements towards something that slowly become bigger and bigger and bigger, 
but it's doing all of those small movements first that the compounding occurs to have the, the bigger outcome over time. So you need to be looking at not only measuring how much further do I have to go, but also measure how far have I come. From that how far have I come uh, is, is for most people much more motivating. To So you, you, how far have I come? There's the whole reward process that I was talking about before. But how far have I come? Uh, that itself is then motivating to continue to move forward um, towards whatever it is that you're that whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Uh, and then the last one that they say here is just believe in the possibilities. Now I'll read it word from word here. So they say if you don't believe in the possibility of reaching your goals, how can you expect yourself to stick to the goals in the first place? Uh, so you need to set the goal, um, but believe in yourself that you can achieve it. Because if you can't believe in it yourself that that, that you'll do it. How will you ever find the motivation to continue to move towards it? So New Year's resolutions, uh, if anyone that's either watching live or catching this on the replay, even if you've got the audio on a podcast, um, let me know if you've said any, what they are, and uh, maybe we can all kind of work together to keep each other accountable towards whatever's going on. So um, yeah, that's the that's the live stream for today. Um, just a I guess a look back on what's happened last year. Can we learn anything from it? And as I said, I think there is a bit to be learned from last year. Uh, for those that are setting New Year's resolutions, good on you. Uh, let me know what they are. Would love to know. And um, you know, we can, as I said, maybe we can work together and and uh, keep each other accountable. Um, that's about it for me today. So thank you for those few of you that have joined in and shared your comments. There's been a few people jumping in and out of the live stream. If anyone's catching this on the replay and have any further comments, drop them in there. I'll, uh, I'll check in from time to time and um, we'll, uh, we'll uh, yeah, respond where I can. But yeah, Happy New Year. I hope 2021 is a prosperous one for you. Let me know your plans. Would love to be part of it. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. I will catch you at some point later in the week. Thanks. Bye.